there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ah, yes. The magnificent trolley Sourbright Crawler also known as Trollicus brightolus. The worm's captivating neon colour makes it an easy, gummy prey. Trolley! It's a surprisingly sour, invitingly chewy, staggeringly snackable species unlike anything else found on this planet. Eat me! Delicious. Visit trolley.com to shop now. Trolley, eat me! Welcome to my travel podcast, Life's a Beach. Every week I invite a special guest to take us on a journey together to their favourite holiday destinations and to reveal their top travel tips and tales. My guest today is one of the UK's most loved comedians. You can check out his hilarious stand-up show, Lubricant, which is out now on Netflix. Please welcome on board the wonderful Russell Howard. This is the final boarding call for Russell Howard. Russell Howard. Russell Howard. This is the final boarding call for Russell Howard. Russell Howard. Russell Howard. Russell Howard! Thank you. Welcome on board, Russell Howard. How are you doing? Very well indeed. Yeah, how are you? Really good. What do you think of my plane? I absolutely love it. I remember going to your old place. And my plane. Oh, your plane. Oh, God, Sorry, I told let me you do that again. To be on a plane. And this you... is a lovely plane, Alan. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's a tremendous plane. I'm it's enjoying. Got wings. Yeah, and... I'm enjoying the film. <laughs> do you find while we're talking planes, as we're in one, when you watch a film um, when you're in an airplane, that you're a bit more emotional? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Isn't it funny? Now, do you reckon that is because of the alcohol you've drank or do you think it is the altitude? That's a very good question, isn't it? Because I thought it was just altitude, but there must be that perfect combo. But I've, I've wept over things you were like, or, or really <laughs> laughed hard at stuff that em- emotionally I'm all over the show. I remember really like belly laughing at Beverly Hills Cop Chihuahua. <laughs> G- genuinely, there was a bit in it where one of the... Uh, one of the uh, the dogs brushes his teeth and goes minty, <laughs> and for whatever reason, there was something about the wine and the altitude that got me. And this stewardess kind of came over and was like, "What are you laughing at?" And I sort of had to show her this cartoon dog. But do you know what I mean? It's weird, isn't it? You kind of, and maybe it's because you're so connected to the film. There's nowhere you can go. You're kind of locked in. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. 
And also, I think it's, I just can't get to that working class thing as well, you know, being on a plane and then, you know, being, a, you know, having free drink, you know, yeah. not having to pay for drinks. Yeah. Oh, but you should never lose that, eh? Because I remember going on a business class flight with my mum and, and her reaction was exactly as it should be. Like, if you're lucky enough to have been on business a few times, you get used to how ridiculous it is. Yeah. And then my mum is like, we're, we're led down. We're led down in the air. We're, we're asleep. In a, and it's sort of this real reminder of like, yeah, this is fucking incredible. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, I, I remember once being in premium economy and so hammered. And I've actually said this anecdote before, but I wanted a bed. And I basically offered this man money to sleep with his wife. It was like indecent proposal. Wow. <laughs> so how did that... Well, you're not allowed near the bar in Virgin, are you? are only in first class. And I was premium economy and, of course, they recognised me and I turned it on. Hello, love, can I check your bar? Yeah. Oh, come on, Alan Cart, they soon regretted that. Because <laughs> I was like, people paid a lot of money <laughs> to have a good night's sleep. And, is there a seagull? Is there a seagull let out in the plane? And, uh, yeah, and then I was like, oh, can I sleep with your wife? It looks so comfy. And then I was told to go back to premium economy. Wow, you got ushered back? Yeah, back behind the curtain. Ooh. Well, they shouldn't have invited me in front of it. No. But they I'm, know I'm, what I'm like. I'm a drunk. Did you go quietly? No, I didn't. <laughs> I'd be leg on either side of the yeah. door. I was clinging up to <laughs> Once you've seen a taste, it's forbidden fruit. Once yeah. you've seen through the curtains, you don't want to go back. I imagine you'd be very tricky to move back to your to your quarters. Yeah, and drunk as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And red wine lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. teeth. But sort of charming but volatile all at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? <laughs> but yeah, it's how do you, like, do, yeah. It's a lovely image. <laughs> nothing wrong with it as well. We said, charming, can I just sleep with your wife? That's fine. I mean, yeah, I mean, she, bit of fun. Yeah, I mean, if, she, if I pulled the covers back, I went, oh, forget it. <laughs> yeah. I'll sleep upright. She's such a minger. No, she was nice looking, but I let's not talk about <laughs> sleazy. This is a message for all of our passengers. Is there a doctor on board? There's a man laughing hysterically at a chihuahua in row C. You travel all over the world. I do. You do. Not just on this plane, yeah. No, no. (laughs) I am in the middle of a tour. I've I've done bits of Europe. I'm going back to Australia, New Zealand. I love it. It's phenomenal. I've done Canada. I'm going to do, this is an exclusive, some very tiny, tiny dates in America. I'm scared. Should I be scared? Not in the slightest. It's the best. What's really exciting as well is that you, they... They stand up at the beginning of your gigs. So they give you a standing ovation as you walk on, right? Oh because they're American and they're not ashamed of being happy. And you realise we've been raised in Mordor. <laughs> the, 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 the English, you know what I mean? The English crowds, which I love, and they make us funny, but they, they make us work for it. Let's not, and the more famous you get, the more it's like, this better be good, mate. All right? Yeah. But they're secretly hoping that it'll be shit because that's a better story. Do you know what I mean? We, we went to see Alan yeah. Carr. He had a breakdown and wrote, help me in his own shit. <laughs> like you, but, but you get to America and you forget they're just happy. Yeah. They don't have holidays. So when they go out, they really want to have fun. And it's they'll love you. You'll have a brilliant time. Thank God you told me because if I came on and everyone got up, I'd be like, please, no, come on. <laughs> that- Some of me jokes aren't the freshest. <laughs> I'll admit that, but give me a chance. And you realise, the best thing about travelling and being a comedian, you, you sort of figure out, you realise how strange your country is when you're in another. I was trying to explain the concept of a lollipop man, right? <laughs> Which to us is fine. But I remember being in New York 
and just talking about lollipop men. And this guy said, what the, what's a lollipop man? And you're like, well, you know, when we need to get kids across a busy road, <laughs> we give an old man a, a big lollipop. <laughs> and, and, so, and the whole room's like, why? And you're like, I don't know. I just, uh, but, but do you know what I mean? So it sort of opens up this, yeah. this sort of entire new avenue. Like, that's what I love about it. And, yeah. you know, it's like when we gig in Montreal, if everything's exciting. I mean, to be honest, to America, cool. I mean, people turn up to their schools with machine guns. Yeah. I mean, we turn up with a lollipop. Give us a break. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's what I mean. But instantly, you've, like, I don't know, you almost get this new perspective and persona. And, like, like I remember being in Australia. I was in Australia during the, the earlier part of this year of, like, sort of, when was I there? March, and it was when the Meghan and Harry interview took place. Mm. So I'd be in like a coffee shop, and they'd hear my accent and go, "Oh my god, how is she? How's the Queen? Is she okay?" <laughs> like that. I, was like, I don't know. I don't see it in a fucking shop. Like, do you know what I mean? But <laughs> but but you become this kind of weird spokesman for your country, and you get a yeah. I don't know. You get a bit more of a perspective on you and your land and how it relates to other places. And yeah. I don't know. I love it. I love traveling and be, like being able to. Mm. Talk about what you've seen that day in front of people. It's the best way to have a holiday. Do you know what I mean? It's funny you should say that because when I lived in Sydney just for six months, this did is you? When, yeah, when I years ago when I left Bartley Card and I just had enough, and it was when that referendum happened in the country whether the Queen should rule Australia. Yeah, and it was about fifty-one forty-nine that the Queen should. I realise now what minorities go through because I just used to push the trolley around, giving the post out. People were like. <laughs> Yeah, bloody pom. Yeah. Like this, like you became a symbol yeah. of like colonialism. I'm yeah. like, listen, I've really made a load of fucking work out of it. I'm pushing a trolley around, giving your post out. Am I really the best target? Yeah, yeah. It's but, insane, isn't but, it? But again, you so, you suddenly find yourself then having a sort of a unique personal story about a big issue, mm. and that kind of like, I remember just like COVID took for me took on this whole sort of extra layer because I was lucky enough to be able to do gigs in New Zealand in a time where there was no COVID and I had to have two weeks in a in a hotel. Yeah. So that became like this that's part of my COVID experience. Yeah. Just yeah. going of knowing what that's like. Yeah. So you kind of rather than sort of talking about it uh, from like a newspaper article, you can go, oh, I remember being there. I remember what happens when the New Zealand army greet you. Yeah. Like at the airport, and they kind of they've literally they go right. Do you, you know what's going to happen? And you're like, yeah, yeah. And and they're like, do you have any concerns? <laughs> and you have to kind of lie because you don't want to go. I'm fairly worried. I'm going to go mental. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But yeah. so so it just becomes. I don't know. There's something about traveling, and you look at people like Connolly and Izard's a good example. That you, they're so sort of internationally funny mm. and you're so funny you just have a blast you, oh well that's very kind have you, you read uh, Billy Connolly's uh, latest book well I got to interview him yeah wow I know it was mind blowing it was just so I, I was interviewing him about the book and the whole thing must have felt to him like an awkward you know like first dates yeah when <laughs> what, like when because it like when the other person's like doing two blinks at Fred yeah. to fucking lose him <laughs> yeah. I was too keen you know, but I just, I got too excited. But I think as we all would, you meet someone like Billy Connolly, it's like, yeah. what, what what do you do? You you just want to kind of hug him and, oh. and, and thank him for all those you kind of memories. You bubble wrap but you and do, protect him. Because <laughs> but you sort of think of like, it was probably the same with your mum and dad. 
that he was this kind of like fire for the nation and we'd kind of warm ourselves around him. He was kind yeah, of, he connected way, so many yeah. people, you know, and it's sort of that odd thing of, you know, you just get to meet this this hero of yours and I just kept telling him he was great and he was like, I oh, know, thank you. He said something really interesting in his book, oh, windswept and interesting. If you, I know the audio book's always a bit more, but to sit and listen yeah, to him telling to. his story, yeah. I mean, why get the book, listen to him. But he said something really interesting about travelling and I suppose we're a bit like that as well. That's the only way I am like Billy Connolly, the <laughs> legend, but he's just like... He says when we travel, it's always with work. He actually likes to stay put and enjoy. I mean, he li- he sees travel as work. Do you see it as work? Can you relax when you're on holiday? Well, I like, I don't know, I like people. I find people so interesting that it, it doesn't feel like work. So, like, I remember being in India um, and seeing loads of kind of... Uh, young couples on motorbikes, right, on, on the kind of side of their road, and they're all kind of kissing away. And I was like, said to our driver, I was like, what's all that about? And he was like, there's lots of multi-generational houses in India, so young lovers have to drive out to the motorway to to kind of meet their partners. And instantly my brain was like, you know, went into of like this r- routine of like, oh, I'm, like it's tough enough losing your virginity as it is. Imagine doing it on a fucking motorway in, and the traffic doesn't move quickly in Mumbai. So you had all these, like, I was like watching these awkward, you know, young people fumbling their way around. And so... Or so, losing it through a drive through Greg's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but exactly. But that was with fumes and, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like, yeah. tr- like trying to put a condom on. Like, yeah. But... To to me, that, yeah. that, that I find that so exciting when yeah. I kind of find a new thing or I see a new story or I think of a thing that I I that instantly I don't know any kind of exhaustion goes away. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I don't know I I, I love doing stand up so much that sometimes I find it quite difficult to be on holiday. Yeah, I'd rather yeah. be doing a thing, you yeah. know. Like and so for example, when you and me have been to Montreal, yeah. We get to do gigs. We get to hang out in a really cool city. Yeah. That feels yeah. like we've made it. It's that weird feeling where you yeah. can't quite believe that someone's asked you to come to I their know. country. It's f- like, it's so weird. And we get to do it. It's the best. And it's a compliment. I mean, what a compliment as well. No, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. But you, yeah, it's, but I, I, I love going on. Weirdly, we've just got back. Me and my wife went to Barbados. So that was fun. Oh, and uh, the only thing is they got the scene with, that you can swim with turtles and I didn't do it because I felt sorry for them because it's like a they're not exactly you know I don't want to upset any turtleists <laughs> but they're not exactly exciting are they like a dolphin I get it you know they're yeah, kind of yeah, but they're, yeah. yeah a sort of turtle feels a bit like having a bath with your nan <laughs> like do you know what I mean and I just I don't know and I've done that always a tap <laughs> But yeah, exactly, exactly. Jesus, you and your stories. But I just—I don't know. I just felt. I've bit... swam with turtles. Did you feel a bit bad for them? I've got a fucking shark fear. So when you're swimming and then you see this shadow go underneath you, you're not thinking turtle. You're thinking this is it, Alan. Yeah. This is Jaws. So it is. I mean, I, the, the shadows underneath absolutely petrify me. Totally. But I mean, could you do shark cage diving? Absolutely not. I'm the same as you. Terrified. It's the fear of the imagination. Every 
every kind of like bit of seaweed is a potential oh. enemy. It's like walking in a nightclub n- and nobody's invited you. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, terrifying. Yeah. For a second there, though, the idea of a remake of Jaws, but it's called Turtle, star- <laughs> starring you, that is a film I'd like to see. Alan Carr in Turtle. Instead of those yellow things popping up, it's yeah. like a shell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <exactly>. Not <laughs> as scary. Yeah. I imagine the music might be a bit like... <laughs> 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 yeah. It's like proper jaunty like that. And it's it's just about you having a really lovely time at the beach. My friend told me he went on a really shitty because I said, Oh, I can't do sharks. Oh, he went on a really shit shark cage diving thing to see the sharks in South Africa. The cage was so shit and the bars were so wide apart, he was headbutted by the great white who tried to get in. I said, I'm sharting just listening to this anecdote. Yeah. Can you imagine being headbutted by a shark? Fuck me. Because they haven't put the bars. I mean, you would check the bars. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you like. Know, you got, can I you'd get your tape measure out? Yeah. Can a shark fit through here? Yeah, my. And they're coming. Oh, no. No way. No way. Yeah. No way. It, look, I'm look. completely with you. It's that. It, oh, that is insane to me. Why would you risk it? I know. I know. Because also, what are you getting from it? What. You know, oh, look, there's a big. I now know what it, it's like kind of trying to kiss a Rottweiler or something. It's like, I know what, what's the best that can happen. You, you look at a shark and a shark's like, if you weren't in this, I would eat you. Mm. But I know that anyway. Like, I'm not going to kind of have yeah. this profound moment of like, I think we clicked. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't see what you're going to get from it. Yeah. There isn't going to be that moment of like, yeah, I see it now. Yeah, yeah, we could be pals. Yeah, yeah, is that brunch? Because I, I, I always know it's like, you know, because you get told these things, isn't it? Like computer fire, put a tea towel over, punch a shark, isn't it? Or is it yeah. fingers up the anus? I never... Fingers up the anus is uh, pit bulls and cockneys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's... But... No, it, uh, the... That's why I got Danny Dyer on my leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Down, yeah, exactly. Right up. <laughs> oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. But I think, yeah, finger up the... And it's horrible, isn't it? When you're doing, I don't need to do the mime. We know what I mean. But yeah, yeah it's finger up the pit bull and punch a shark on the oh, nose. No, okay. Yeah, I think. Oh, that's good, but yeah. again, as if anyone's. Yeah. But, it, uh, but and again. A shark and, coming towards you. And yeah. Going, right. But, pull but it, it up your sleeves of your wetsuit. Come on. Yeah. But again, it's a lovely blooper. Of like, do you know what I mean? Like David Attenborough. Here, oh, Alan's trying to put his finger up. He's trying to find the shark's anus. <laughs> this is not going very well. But um, you'd be very good at that. Like Attenborough is trying to get rid of that job, isn't he? He's he's retiring. No one wants to. Do you fancy it? Voice. I, I'd quite like. Think how frightened the animals would be if they had this voice coming from. But it would bushes. be bloody funny though. The gorilla's asleep. <laughs> well, he was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but like a sort of just a funny like the size of that fucker like something <laughs> I would watch that man shark there's a shark ah get away from me shark with Uber Reserve good things come to those who plan ahead family vacay reserve your ride as soon as you book your flights to all the planners now you can reserve your Uber ride up to 90 days in advance see Uber app for details 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I'm scared of all kinds of things. We went on the safari, similar thing. It's like the idea of it is is great, but you just have this moment where you look at there's lions, actual lions, you know, and that you can feel the muscular power yeah, of them. Yeah. And you're in a jeep, and there's no windows, and the the guy is just like, it's okay, it's okay. And you go, but one of them's going to have this moment yeah. when they go, why are we hunting those wildebeest? There's four people in a jeep. Yeah. We could just jump in. And they're like, don't worry, they're scared of the jeep. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. all this kind of stuff that you're like, how do you know that? You know? And, um, and yeah. And our guide was called Joffrey as well. And I only know one Joffrey. You don't want him driving you around. Is that the Toys R Us giraffe? <laughs> it wasn't, no. It was the... Uh, <laughs> is that another one? I know Joffrey There's... from Game of Thrones. You know, I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Have you not? No, and I've interviewed people on Chatty Man from Game of Thrones. They were telling me in my ear. So, you're... (laughs) How comes you just... It's not really for me. My life's crazy enough as it is. My life is Game of Thrones. (laughs) Gay of Thrones. No. Um, (laughs) So, what do you you binge? Serial killer things. Oh, you don't. You maniac you're a you're a murderino on honestly murder death 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 so basically i've got like murder the jigsaw killer the shark killer manhattan lubricant (laughs) (laughs) you can't find me in the dark honestly anything like that wow because everyone goes to me oh alan i'd love to go on holiday with you you know you'll be so much fun and we're just drinking no we will be going on a jack the ripper walk visiting alcatraz and going round crips You have to. Have you met um, Kiri Pritchard-McLean? No. She's my friend. She's a comedian. She's brilliant. But she does a podcast with... A, uh, Is that one called My Favourite Murder? That's right. <gasps> or, yeah. But she's a, a good friend of mine and she's into all that kind of... Can I come on her show? Of course you can. Like, I mean, I'm inviting you on to her show, but she'd be delighted. And you talk about My Favourite Murder? That's what they do. The They're maniacs. What about the ones you've she, done? Look, not... not <laughs> yeah, oh, no. It. Cut this out quick. Yeah, <laughs> but it's... And it fascinates me as to why they're into that. I don't get it. Oh no, honestly, I what is it when I see like a murder? What is that? What is the the? What are you getting from that? You know when you say you like oh, you know when you say you go uh, abroad and you like interesting people. I'm interesting people like that. Why yes. they kill at the edges of humanity? Yeah, really macabre shit. That's so fascinating. I know it is. I mean, if something goes missing in this area and they go through <laughs> my Netflix history, I am fucked. <laughs> Got, I am like... You've got to keep them guessing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You need every so often just put different stuff on so they think you're into other stuff. Well, that's it. I, you know, obviously... When you're Ru- hoovering... Puts... I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race, so obviously you've got RuPaul, you know, murder, death. RuPaul, <laughs> murder, dead prostitute, RuPaul. Is, but... It feels like there's a way of combining the two. Where you, but like some sort of game show where it's kind of like a, a murder drag race and like it's auditioning murderers and oh. it feels like you could be the uh, somehow the glue that knits those communities together. A bit squid gamey, but with drag queens. Yes, but conceptually it works. <laughs> yeah, something there. Drag have queens th- have to fight to the death. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed your flight on Allen Air. We will be landing in Sydney in approximately 40 minutes. 
If you look out to your left, you will see Lassiter's, and if you look out to your right, you will see Prisoner's Cell Block H. So you're born in Bath. Somerset. Yep. Yep. Where did you go on holiday as a kid? We Was it Western Supermare? We used to go to Western Supermare. We used to go down to uh, uh, kind of Bournemouth. That was nice. a big one. We used to go caravanning. Oh. And then we went to Bournemouth when I was eight and my brother and sister were six and it rained for the whole week we were there. Oh, and dad no. vowed that day he was never going on holiday in England again. That was really? Just, yeah, it was a real, he was just like, I've had enough. <laughs> like, bloody week off, bloody raining and that. And we were all fine because we got like a Star Wars character yeah. that we were playing with. And then, so the following year, we went to Lanzarote when we were nine and it was just mind-blowing. Do you know what I mean? Like just being, you know that feeling when you're a kid and you go on holiday and it, there's a swimming pool and oh, you're like, yeah. what Valhalla is this? Do you know I what I mean? Know, and then there was that, you know, the first time you see a chocolate fountain as a kid... <laughs> And, you know, there's a way to go. You, you, you get the marshmallow and you shove it in. And how many times? As many as you want. And you're like, oh, like that. Aww. And it just that that thing of, yeah. oh, it was so exciting. It was the best holiday ever. I remember having one of those bananas. Do you remember the heated bananas in Spain? It was like a dessert, a banana, banana boat. I don't oh, want it. Had like chocolate drizzled on it, and it yeah. was warm banana. Oh my god! It but that's what like... I mean. Is that, that, that when you have that thing of like the first time you have like is uh, I can never pronounce it properly, but oli oli. You know the kind of garlicky aioli. There you go. It's horrible, and it's like hermione again. But <laughs> but that where it's like everything's exciting, and, and that there's the different foods. Because oh. nowadays you'd you'd go on Instagram, you'd put in hashtag banana boat you'd yeah. see it you'd know the recipe for it yeah but then it was like when you went abroad you were like oh my honestly weren't it you that was it. i felt so old saying that to people now they're like what but you turn up you wouldn't know what your hotel looked like well this is it and a bit <laughs> and bear in mind these holidays like that holiday was booked on cfax <laughs> like so it was kind of everything was a guess everything was a pun and then you have your kind of old-fashioned camera and you don't know, you know, the photos you're yeah. going to have. And oh, Do you remember so the exciting. Missing People's page on CFAX? No. What is wrong with... So, <laughs> even as a kid, you were obsessed with death. What, I know. Honestly, what is, was the Missing Gone? What's that? It's like Missing People, CFAX. It was like... So was it like a photo of through blocks. the CFAX? No. <laughs> no, I was going to say. No, it, was, is I, it that Tron? would be comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it was just like 45, brown hair, when out in Peterborough hasn't been seen since. And you're like, wow. oh, I need a bit more to go on. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on and go around people. Are you? No. Are you? <laughs> you? Yeah, so, I mean, it was just the most pointless page ever. Holy. But you know what people, this is, we're going to sound like cavemen here, but what people don't understand about booking holidays on CFAX, sometimes there was like 125 pages. Oh, so yeah. if you didn't write the number down yeah. quick enough, you had to wait two hours for that screen to come exactly. back around again. The last CFAX holiday I went on. It was a Magaluf holiday, and um, we arrived, and it was it was such a brilliant holiday for all the wrong reasons. It was proper like scummy, yeah. and you know what I mean. Get your bacon down here, right? You want beans with it? Like it was all oh, like yeah, you know, yeah. full English, only fools and horses. But my god, it was funny. We were greeted by this huge bloke dressed as a peanut M M&M, and M. Oh wow! And, and it was like full on kind of like music on the bus. Yeah. Fucking great. Lucky. But you know, you know what? I mean, <clears> there was a time when I, you know, I I remember going to like, you know, I beef and all that. That was and just getting the vodka at the bloody airport and just drinking it on the. I love those. It holidays. was great, but it was just that thing of like, you know, sort of just drinking from a bucket with people <laughs> with, but but with people you love and kind of eating pizza and yeah. it, you're all a bit sweaty and. Yeah. 
I, I loved it as well. I made the mistake. I always do this. I did it on my last holiday. For whatever reason, I panic just before I go on holiday and I'm like, I need a haircut. So I decided to cut my own hair before I went to Barbados, <laughs> which was a huge mistake. But I did it when we went to Magaluf. I was like, I was 21 and I was like, I need, to, I need to look, I, I remember feeling I need to look different. I need to be different. So I thought I'm going to dye my hair blue. So I did like, but, but I, it was, I wanted it to be kind of like this blue, <laughs> oh, no. but it was like deep, dark, WKD blue, inky blue. Yeah. It was awful. And, but so that, yeah, that was my aim to try and kind of pull girls. But the whole thing was like, this girls did, you have, like did you ever get lucky? No, no. They were like, what's, oh. what's happening to your hair? Like, so I just, you know, I sort of solid, solid a diet. But no, I was never really, I don't know, like, because you'd end up in like nightclubs. It was never like, you know, I'm more a chatter. I kind of, yeah. you know, I grow on women rather than dazzle them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm like a barnacle. But, but, but do you know what I mean? I it's one of the serial killers described himself as that <laughs> yeah. on one of my documentaries I was watching. But do you know what I mean? It's sort like of... a barnacle. But, but are you, do you know what I mean by that? When you kind I of... never got lucky, so don't ask for me. I was the one. Well, I remember, but I remember going... I had a fumble once at a phone party, but that was because people couldn't see where they were going. But I remember we went to a... Do you remember that gay club we went to in Bristol? You, me, John Richardson and Mark Olver. Oh, my God, yes. And it was the first time I'd ever been to a gay club. And so I remember me and John Richardson, you know, quite young at the time, being genuinely kind of like, right, okay, here we go. Yeah. Prepare yourselves because it's going to be it's going to be pandemonium yeah. like they're just going to wall bumming no 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 what we thought is they're oh. going to be throwing themselves at us so <laughs> so we we have to know how to behave yeah. so we have to let them down gently because these guys are going to be <laughs> dazzled like that and it was exactly the same with women they were like fucking ignored us and me so we were like what and it was it was so it was so funny and mark olber who's our mutual friend yes he had nothing but trouble like, there was all these guys going, hey, you know, can I buy you a drink? And me and John were fucking gagging for a drink. Nothing. No. Well, he's got that bear look, hasn't he? He's yeah. He's a bit like a bear. Well, we, that's what we found out. We were a couple of desperate twinks. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> look at the face you no, just I know, But it's exactly that. It's... Listen, listen. I mean, I've gone from twink <laughs> to twunk. Um, I mean, I, listen, listen, obviously being gay as well, so I can say, but I don't really understand. Because, you know, as you get older, there is that, like, bear used to be hairy man. Yes. But if you're slim and hairy, you're an otter. Really? And then if you're like that, but you're younger, you're a cub. I mean, I cannot. I mean, you talk about David Attenborough, have a yeah. field day in gay bars. Yeah. But I mean, it's just so, relentless. And then there's chicken. What's a chicken? Chicken's like a skinny, skinny, like, I don't know what I'm doing with this face. Yeah. Skinny, skinny like man who clucks. No, no. Skinny, man, a, a gay man covered in feathers. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, no, it's not a skinny, quite gnarly kind of chicken. <laughs> right. So you could be a chicken, an otter, a bear. A cub. A cub. What, what were you then? Oh, fuck. Sloth. <laughs> <laughs> and I was happy being yeah, a sloth. Yeah, nothing wrong being no, a sloth. No, 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 sloths need love too. Yeah, but I didn't realise there was such a caste system. <laughs> like, <laughs> Honestly, you know I mean? gays are the worst. They moan about discrimination. As soon as you become gay, they give you an animal. Yeah. You've got to stick with it. Yeah, well, can you, cause you, can you go from bear to otter? I suppose you lose a bit of weight. Yeah, yeah. But and then a, a chicken, if you bench press, you could become maybe an otter or a bear. <laughs> if you... Yeah. It's so interesting. Or if you're a bear and you shave and lose a lot of weight... You're an otter. Yeah. Yeah. Or oh, if you really want to lose weight, then you become a chicken. Anyway, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> um... <laughs> 
where's the most decadent hotel you've ever stayed at? And don't feel like you have to be relatable. We always put people, we want fucking butler service. Tell us everything. We don't okay. Oh, I like it when they put the toilet roll into a point. One on a private jet. <gasps> um, wow. Which is the most decadent thing. And I took my family uh, to, oh. to, uh, to Spain on a private jet. Oh, nice. And my dog was on that flight. <gasps> So Lucky dog. Probably the most decadent thing I've ever done is um, taking my dog on a private jet for a holiday in Spain. Oh, wow, that is proper decadent. It was horrible, in it? Yeah. But it was fun. I felt pride and shame all at the same time that I was able to kind of give this sort of holiday to my family, mm. but also, oh, God. Ugh. Like, I do you know what I mean? It's the dog in it. You work so hard. You see and then the, you mu- have the yeah. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was what my mum said. Like, one of her dogs died. I mean, she didn't get to take this dog on a private jet. He just went on a uh, ferry. But when he died, he had glaucoma and he lost both his eyes. Really sad. He was only little. He was probably about seven. And my mum just went, well, you know, and she's really upset, obviously. She went, well, at least he can say he went to Spain and there's not many dogs that can say that. <laughs> like that. And, and it was just this, this such a cute, mad thing to say. And you're like, well, there's a lot of fucking dogs in Spain, you lunatic. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was the idea that he was, but it was, but it was the idea that he was sort of sat there in his little dog coffin, just kind of going, "Well, I had a good life. I travelled. I itched my wanderlust. (laughs) I went to to Alicante. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Bury him with garlic bread. It was, but yeah, it's kind of, um, it was exciting. Have you ever holidayed with a celebrity? Uh, no. Well, no. probably the closest. Um, my friend James Bay, the singer, mm. I went to see him and Ed Sheeran do a gig in Barcelona. Oh. And we stayed, we kind of hung out, um, in Barcelona at the, at the gig and at the hotel. I'd say that's holiday. I'd use that as an anecdote. It's kind oh, of, holiday. It, yeah. was, it was a day. Um, but what was really cool, we went to this stadium to watch them do the show and, um, it was just, it was so incredible. You see like, you know, kids and mm. kind of grannies and young people. It was just this amazing mesh of Barcelona. It was probably about mm. 80,000 people in this stage. It was really cool. And then we kind of went backstage and Ed and James are there. And I was like, that was amazing. That was fantastic. And they both looked up and just went, oh, I should have been in Porto. And it was exactly <laughs> as we all are. It yeah, was like, yeah. I was like, even here at the top of the mountain, yeah. you're still doing that thing of like, oh, it was a great gig, Alan. Oh, I want as good as Doncaster. Yeah. Like, it's that you just go, geez, what even. What is that thing? What is it? Like, yeah. that you're unable to take the compliment or, yeah. or be in the, in the, the moment of the gig yeah. because you're going, oh, Jesus Christ, the other 80,000, it was so much. And it's this weird, fascinating thing that you just go, God, it doesn't end. Mm. Well, you do, you do, um, arenas and everything and like my one arena tour you know you always look down at the one person yawning or looking at the wall i mean there's thousands of people there yeah. it's always the yawning the looking at the watch and that's all you remember why does that ever, why is that always it's funny isn't it it's like i remember on the last uh, tour we did and i won't say the, the name of uh um the comedian he's brilliant and this is not a you know He's a mutual friend of ours. He was supporting me. And um, there was a lady in the front row who was full asleep, like like actual. And it was that thing where you go, like proper like nodding dog. Yeah. 
Like, and I, I, we've all heard tell of the, oh, someone asleep at a gate. I've never actually seen it. Yeah. I couldn't take my eyes off her. Like, the whole thing. And she was proper. Like, she was really, like, lolling. She looked like, you know those things you see outside a garage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was flopping about. And it was, and it, it became a big part of the show that night. And yeah. she, she was just obviously really pissed and just couldn't yeah, stay yeah. awake. But <laughs> I don't know what it is about that. It's like, I remember Adam Bloom, the comedian, like describing it as like shark eyes, where there's something you're, when you go to attack, I think apparently a shark closes its eyes at the point of impact. And it's like a similar thing that we do where we kind of go in and then we look and then we sort of see somebody out the corner of our eye but we, we weren't there for the laugh, as it were. Do you see yeah. what I mean? That you've kind of like, you've said the funny thing and you're almost not there. And then you see somebody and they're not laughing in the way you want. But I bet you when you watch comedy, you're probably the same as me. You kind of go, oh, that's really good. And yeah, occasionally you yeah, laugh. Yeah, yeah. But, but we, I would... Well, I'm like that at Zoom meetings now. Because when normally when you used to meet in, the, in, in the, the flesh, you'd maybe look over to the coffee machine, you'd maybe look at the toilet, but you're like that and you're staring at them because yeah. I don't want to be rude. And they're like, I didn't know Alan had a thyroid problem. <laughs> My eyes are like bulging because I don't want to look rude. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, this is not normal. It's you can n- blink. It's only a Zoom. Just because you blink or look down at your pad, it doesn't mean you're finding a really boy. I'm like, tell me more about this project. Yeah, exactly. It's so weird, eh? Veins in my like. But, that, but that's why it's nice to be here. Because yeah. otherwise we would be zooming and... You know, I know, it's nice to see in the flesh. And you end up looking at stuff. You, like, you never, you, you're sort of like checking out people's house. I mean, you've got a lovely house here. Oh, thanks, love. Silence. It's a plane. It's a fucking it's a plane, fucking, oh, idiot. sorry, sorry. God, but it's a lovely plane. It, it, it is a lovely <laughs> plane. <laughs> it's very nice. Lovely sorry. patio doors at the end of the plane mm. um, looking out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, now it's a quick fire round, okay? I can just see the runway coming up now, so we're really quick. As we start to make our descent, can you please make sure your seatbelts are on and your tray table is up? We are about to arrive in Bristol. Thank you. Mint tea or mojito? Oh, mojito. First aid kit or first aid shit? First aid shit. You don't take anything with you, like Mossy Guard or plasters or... No. Oh, I thought... Uh, I didn't these, really understand. These don't make sense. I didn't really understand the question. No. I thought, like, w- would I rather... Have a shit would... in a first aid kit? No, I was... <laughs> I would... It's like, would I... Would I, I died, would I need you help? your first aid box. I, I was thinking, it. I was thinking, would I need help if I'd shat myself versus, like, a, a, an insect biting me, and I think I would need help if I shit myself. That's how I took the question. Oh, we need to clarify some of these questions. Yeah, sorry. St. Ives or St. Lucia? Oh, St. Lucia. Fuck, why would you possibly, <laughs> like... I mean, as a compa- like, there's nothing wrong with St. Ives, but my God. Like, oh, do you want to try our scone and cream? Or do you want sun, sun, calypso and wonder? I'm not touring in St. Ives anymore. <laughs> Nudist or not on your Nelly? Uh, mm, Have you ever I've, skinny dipped? I've not skinny dipped, no. I remember I've we've been, we've wandered through nudist beaches as... as uh, as youngsters, as a family. Yeah. And I remember, you know, kind of really enjoying it. But in that kind of... But do you know what I mean? As a sort of a 12-year-old boy, just going, this is... Uh, I mean, this is all right. This is yeah, great. Yeah. But yeah, I've never sort of done it. I just... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Nudist beats for me are a bit like Naked Attraction. They actually put me off Willies. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same. I it's like... This show has made me less horny than when I watched 
That is true, I've got isn't a it? Serial killer documentary. That is really. <laughs> that's a really good point. Yeah. Like not to get based, but. It's guaranteed nudity, and I bet you there is zero masturbation going on over the show. Yeah, yeah. Which is baffling. Yeah. When you think about it, when it because it's providing everything. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I do a few during home. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. um, well, cool, cool. weird, isn't it? People are strange. Ha- well, Hammer's one of the best shows on TV. Let's not muck around. Yeah, it's great. Isn't but it? I, and and weirdly, the guy from Hammer, Martin from Hammer, mm-hmm. um, I know him because What's he like in real life. Really nice bloke, but. So strange, right? As in, this is so strange. Oh God! So I was doing, I was doing the Albert Hall. It's first time ever. It's really exciting. And I, uh, I've just finished the show. You know, backstage, blah, blah. I look out the corner of my eye, and Martin from Hammers there, right? And he's in my dressing room with someone else, and they're kind of like guzzling wine and what. I'm like, and my brother had seen Martin from Hammer at the tube. Right on the way to the show, and my brother—I don't know if you've met Daniel—but he's really like Martin, uh, Daniel, my brother's Russell Howard. You fan of comedy? Come on, let's get you in. So he had got Martin from Hammer and this other bloke into the show, and I was like, "Why? Why have you got?" And he's like, "All right, Russ, fuck off." Like, no, d- d- don't crowd Martin like that. Really, really super protective of Martin. And I was like, "Why have you brought Martin from Hammer?" He went, "I'm trying to get into real estate, like that." And I'm like, oh, "So he basically yeah. spent the whole evening with my brother going, so do you think Ipswich is a good place to buy?" Like, so, so yeah. But he was really sweet, and um, you know, now my brother badges him about kind of properties. Very odd. Tip him or fuck him. Oh, tip him. You've got to tip him. Tip him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Tip everyone, tip your delivery. Like, who doesn't tip delivery? Any opportunity to tip, 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 tip. Tip, tip, tip. Exactly. Even if it's bad, tip. Because what would you be like as a waiter? Terrible. Tip yeah. away. Oh. You have to. You can't fuck them. <laughs> you tip them. Like, do you know what I mean? That has to be the way. Yeah. You're a tipper, right? Uh, a bit of a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Look, that's the sound of the plane landing on the runway. Thank you so much, Russell Howard. Pleasure. Thank what? you for flying Alan Air. Thank you for flying Alan Air. Thank you for flying Alan Air today, Russell. You were absolutely brilliant. And also don't forget to check out Lubricant on Netflix. There's also an accompanying documentary called Until the Wheels Come Off. So check that out too. Thank you so much for flying Alan Air. And remember everyone, life's a beast. 